0: Okay who's up for a message this evening in our carol service? Those of you who are part of the church and have been following what we're doing on church will know that we've been in this preaching series we're calling Gifted and we're walking through the Christmas story through the lens of Gifted and I want to kind of bring that into play again today my title if you like titles is the gift is on its way the gift is on its way I want to start by looking at the angels announcement to the shepherds let me read it to you in Luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 14 let me read it to you and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those whom on his favors rests how good's that today the gift is arriving today the savior has come there's a sign for you I love it I personally I love gifts I don't know about you but I love gifts and I also love the anticipation of a gift when you know something's coming and you're like oh what's it gonna be I love that idea and here's that moment the shepherds are experiencing today we announce a savior is born to you and they're like oh they're anticipating something I'm hoping secretly the family have listened to what I've said over the past month or so and they've treated me there's some anticipation rising in me I'm sure there is in your household too the gifts are coming do you know what though this isn't the first announcement of Jesus there are many many announcements beforehand you know Toyin prayed so brilliantly for us didn't she and she based her prayer on Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 and that was one of the announcements of Jesus let me read it to you again Isaiah 9 6 for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting Father Prince of Peace and do you know that was written 700 years before Jesus came And this is another one of those instances where the Christian faith, the relationship with Jesus, is set apart from other faiths. Because Jesus was announced over 300 times before he came. There were 300 plus prophecies about Jesus, where he would be born, what he would do, how he would die, where he would live. All of these things were announced hundreds of years before he did them and do you know the truth he fulfilled every single one of them humanly that is impossible it just wouldn't happen the 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 numerical factors of the probability that happened as something ridiculous like there's 24 noughts involved or something ridiculous it just wouldn't happen but Jesus isn't a man Jesus is the son of God and he fulfilled every one of these prophecies, declaring himself who he said he was, making it obvious to those who will take the time to look for him. He is the Prince of Peace. And do you see in both those scriptures I've pulled out there and I did it on purpose. One says peace on earth and the other one declares him Prince of Peace. Here's the truth. Jesus brings with him the peace of heaven. Jesus brings the gift of peace but when you look at the passage there and you look at it through the eyes of the shepherd notice their first reaction their first reaction is fear the angel has to say don't be terrified they have to calm them down fear not rest easy don't be anxious or in modern day terms chill your beans why because peace is on the way they're announcing something peace is on the way Now here's some truth. Trouble has the potential to rob peace. Trouble turns up in our lives completely uninvited and causes a storm and if trouble can rob you of your peace can I suggest to you that it can also rob you of how you behave. Let me unpack that for you a little bit. Those of you who are into your football will know that England are famously not very good at penalties. We have improved more recently, I have to say. But over the years, we've not been good at penalties. And I think it's this. All of those professional footballers could very easily put a ball down and smash it into the back of a net 12 yards away. No trouble. They are gifted enough to be able to do that 10 out of 10 times. But in the moment where they're on the pressure of all the fans watching, of the millions of fans watching around the world, the hopes of the nation resting on their shoulder, suddenly they start thinking, oh, What if I miss? Oh, should I shoot to the left? No, I think the goalkeeper's going to go to the left. I think I'll shoot to the right. Oh, oh no. And they start panicking. And because they get anxious, they don't perform at their top level. Fear and anxiousness robs them of how they can behave, even though they're super talented footballers. What about this one? Has anyone taken an exam? And you've studied for that exam really hard and you've read the books and you've read the books and you've read the books and you've done the cars and you tested yourself on the cars. You know it. But you get so worried about the possibility of failing that it gets on you and you become anxious. And you sit down to write the paper and the, answer, the first question comes up and you're like, you can't think straight. Why? Because anxiousness robs you. See, trouble turns up uninvited and it causes anxiousness to stir up. And then you don't perform, perform how you could. And this has been a very difficult year. 2020, probably not going to be our favourite year, is it? It's been a difficult year. And it may well roll on a little bit longer yet many people have been anxious, many people have been troubled, are struggling and they're not able to function and think clearly but I want to say to you today the angel's announcement to the shepherds is just as true for us today as it was for them, fear not, peace on earth to all of those on whom his favour rests, peace on you. On whom his favor rests. Well, who's that? On whom his favor? Who's that? Can I suggest it's this anyone who will seek him out. You see, the gift is here. Look for it. The Prince of Peace. You see, the shepherds were so inspired that they went looking for him and his favor rested on them. So I want to say this in this time of trouble, don't fear. Go and look for the Prince of Peace because it's for you too and his favour will rest on you. I love the Hebrew words that we come across in so many of the the passages And, and the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. It's become a bit of a thing in our house because you you may or may not watch the programme Friday Night Dinner, but in our house, uh, particularly my children absolutely love it. They think it's hilarious. It's a bit slapstick, a bit silly, but they find it hilarious. And one of the characters is called Jim, and he's a neighbour. And he, he often comes around and knocks on the door, and whenever Jackie, who's the owner of the house, opens the door, he always says, ''Shalom, Jackie. Shalom.'' And so it's, it's just become this thing that my children absolutely roll up when he does it. And so my son Josh will be walking around the house and we'll be sat in the lounge and he'll poke his head around the lounge and all you can see is his head just round like this and he'll say, Shalom. And it's just become a bit of a thing and we find it hilarious. Now, our house is a bit edgy sometimes as dad I have to nip in the bud some of the jokes because I can just see they're going into a not good place and I well 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 calm down there but you know what that one's a good one here's why see shalom is the Hebrew word for peace but as with so many Hebrew words they have much fuller deeper meaning see it's not just simply peace it does mean to be at rest and to be at ease but it also means to be in full well-being to be in good health to be prosperous to be calm in thought it speaks of the fullness throughout your entire being so good so shalom is welcome in my house when my children use that and joke about it that's cool good stuff's coming out shalom that idea of being at complete well-being throughout your whole entire personhood at peace in your thoughts healthy prosperous you are well this word shalom is much more than just what we would say as peace but note this peace isn't the lack of trouble peace isn't the lack of storms there'll often be trouble there's going to be more storms in your life there just will be Peace is the condition of your whole self as you walk through the storm and that is the huge difference. You may be familiar with the the story of Jesus in Matthew 8 where he's on a boat and a great big storm whips up and he's with the disciples, some of them sailors, they know how to handle a boat and this storm whips up and they start panicking but Jesus sleeps and so they're literally in the same boat. You know, we love that phrase, don't we? oh, we're all in the same boat. They were actually in the same boat. There was a storm. They are all in the boat. They are all in the storm. One of them is sleeping. Why? Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He went through the same storm as the disciples, but he rested easy. And here's a point I want to make. Jesus stood up and he calmed the storm. But I want you to notice this. The only one who could bring peace in the storm was the one who had peace in the midst of the storm. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. You know, fear and anxiety so often grow in a storm, don't they? you know, whether you've had some bad news or a bad health report or a relationship issue or whatever it might be, these storms come up and then you have a choice to make. And so often we allow our thought processes to get all anxious and fearful, but so much so that there's this link to the future. You see, when we are fearful or anxious about something, it's not often about the actual event, it's about what might happen later. For instance, if you are worried about losing your job you're not really worried about losing your job you're worried about the life you will have after losing the job because you won't have any finance coming in it's not the job that's the problem it's the future you see fear often is attached to life literal literal life you could be fearful of actually dying or your lifestyle fear so often is a link to your life and your lifestyle you know some people are scared of flying fearful about flying now it's not literally sitting walking up to a plane sitting on it it's more about the idea that I'm up in the sky many thousands of feet up in the air if this plane comes down and crashes I'm going to die that's what you're fearful of you're fearful of dying you're not actually fearful of sitting on a plane can you see the link it's about this future and so we link this our anxiety and our fears about what's coming You know, you might have a relationship and you could be anxious about losing that relationship because what will the future look like? These things just invoke anxiousness. Storms invoke anxiousness. But Jesus in the storm the prince of peace knows his father has his life and therefore anxiousness cannot take hold he's not fearful of the future he's not fearful for his life why because he trusts his father and in the middle of the storm he knows he knows he knows in his inner person that his father's got him and so he can't be anxious anxiousness can't take hold and isn't that great that when you have a faith In a loving father, you don't have to be fearful of your future because he says, I have good plans for you. Your future is in my hands. Rest easy. And Jesus demonstrated that in the same exact storm as everyone else. He rested easy because he wasn't fearful of dying. He wasn't fearful of a life change. He wasn't fearful of the future. He trusted his father. I love reading Paul's letters in the New Testament. and He writes a great letter to the Philippian church. And when he writes this, he's, he's in prison. He could die. He's, uh, he's, he's being examined. He could die. But what's his stance? There he is in prison, under threat, house to rest. Anything could go on. But look at his stance here in Philippians 4 and verses 4 through 7. Paul writing this in prison, in the middle of a storm. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I'm in the storm. I'm in prison. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm happy. Why? Why? Because I looked for the Prince of Peace and his shalom resides in my heart. So I'm not going to get anxious. In fact, I'm going to praise all the more because it's all good. Earlier in the same letter, in chapter 1, he writes this little phrase and I love it. And it's so powerful. Philippians 1 verse 21. This is Paul writing, in prison, under threat. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain and and when you unpack that what he's really saying is I'm not even anxious about death Because if I live, it's an opportunity to represent Jesus. Hallelujah. And if I die, I go to be with Jesus. Hallelujah. Win-win. Therefore, I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to worry. And I'm not going to be anxious about anything. Because however it pans out, I win. That's my peace in Jesus. How cool's that? And he wrote that in prison. And so I want to be inspired by that kind of thing. He has peace. Me and you can have peace. Peace on earth on whom all his favour rests. For those who will seek him out. For those who will go looking for him. For those who will enter relationship to him. Peace on earth. And that shalom can come and reside in your heart. So no matter what trouble comes, you can walk through the trouble and maintain your peace. There was an, an old song and I'm going to show my age, just throwing it out there. I'm 50 in January, start saving now, I want a good present. Uh, it just, it, it, there was this old song many years ago, I don't know how old I would have been, but I've never forgotten it. And it was called, Let Me Be the Channel of Your Peace. And it went something like, Let me be the channel of your peace. la la la." It went something like that. Some of the oldies on there going to go, Yes, I remember that song. It was a great song and it stuck with me. But I love the concept, let me... Be the channel that your peace comes through to someone else. But I want to suggest to be someone who brings peace into someone else's life. For me to be someone who brings peace into someone else's situation, I first need to be at peace myself. Jesus calmed the storm because the shalom he carried, the peace he carried was greater than the storm he faced. Anxious people don't emit peace. So we need to be people who grab hold of this kind of message. Because don't we want to be the ones who, when we see other people who are anxious, fretting, fearful, and troubled, that we are so full of the peace of Jesus that we can go and play our part in helping them to gain some peace back in their life, to gain some perspective back in their life? I want to be someone who takes Jesus at his word. You know, as he was preparing to leave, you know, we've looked at him being announced the Prince of Peace. He then went on and lived the life of peace and changed many lives and brought hope to so many. In fact, hope to the whole world, if you'll look. But he said this as he was about to leave, preparing to leave. In John 14, uh, verse 27, Jesus speaking, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So here is Jesus, my Jesus, saying, I'm going back to the Father now, but I'm leaving my peace with you. So don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. I've got you. Let my peace reside in your heart. My peace I live with you. The guy who slept through the storm, the guy who when he was announced was announced the Prince of Peace. He says, my peace I'm gifting to you for anyone who will seek it out. It's for you. Could we be a bunch of people who seek out his peace so much so that no matter what storm comes, no matter what trouble flares up, we are able to walk through it with a countenance of peace and so that when we see our friends, our family, our colleagues, even people we don't know going through a difficult time, we can step into their situation full of peace and could we just like Jesus be the ones who calm the storm because we carry the very peace of Jesus. What an opportunity. You know it's got me thinking as we press into this Christmas and as we press into 2021. Could we be the people who have such influence around ourselves? Because we grasped a message like this, that the Prince of Peace says to us, for anyone who will seek him, my peace I give to you. Maintain your peace and just like Paul, to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'm not scared of anything. But I'm gonna live in peace knowing my father's got me. And to use that starting position to step into other people's lives and be the channel of the peace of Jesus, that shalom. It's not just resting here, it's well-being in your whole entire personhood, it's health, it's prosperity, it's peace of mind, it's the whole shebang wrapped up in the peace of Jesus. I hope that we will become a church that is greater and greater and greater in its effectiveness in this area. That as trouble comes, and it will, that we will walk through it in peace and we will be able to bring peace to others. I'd love to pray for you. Father, we wanna thank you for Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Lord, we choose right now to seek him out, to seek him out even more. Lord, we want more of you. Lord, let your peace rest on your people. Lord, for everyone listening right now, I just speak the peace of Jesus to you. Let the shalom of Jesus rest in your heart. Be fearful of nothing. Be anxious for nothing because your Father's got you and He's leading you forward. In fact, I want to pray an encouragement to you that you would seek out opportunities to bring peace to other people. You'd seek out opportunities to bring peace into other situations. Lord, use us, send us, let us be carriers of peace to calm the storms around us and then let your joy rise up in us so just like paul we could say rejoice and again i say rejoice because i've had a fresh revelation of what it means to carry the peace of jesus amen hey thanks so much guys for tuning in for listening i hope it's blessed you i hope it gives you much to think about to pray into and to seek out because you are an amazing person And you deserve the peace of Jesus if you go and chase it. I'm going to hand you back to the worship team and we'll go up on a high number. God bless you all.